just called your phone a fiend? No, I called the updating thing a fiend. It's okay. different. Okay, shall we start? Yeah. Cool, welcome to... Wait, Christy. it was recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mean. Welcome to Pastry Pals, episode three. I'm Diego. I'm Lucy, and we still don't remember our intro. Oh, it's been a while. It's been like two months. It's not two months. Like a month. It's been like a month and a half. <laughs> um, this episode was bread. What did you guess the last time? <laughs> Probably bread, because I couldn't think of anything else. That's true, you couldn't think of anything else. Can you? Well, I guess we'll see at the end of the show if you can think of anything else, other than what we've already done. Yeah, um, you know, I, I'm actually going to say something now, because I had something in mind. Because I'm like, oh, this is just like normal bread. But what if, because I was thinking one of their things looked like a pretzel... And I'm like, oh, but pretzels and bagels, you have to boil it, the dough first. And so maybe they'll go for... Boiled bread? Boiled bread. <laughs> That's too specific. That's not a baking category. Oh, I don't know. It's a subcategory. Oh, they could go for subcategories. No, that's stupid. I don't know how that's it works. That's stupid and you're stupid. I'm out of categories, so... <laughs> <laughs> you really can't think of anything else you'd bake other than cookies and cake and bread. What's the last one? No, the last one was a... Uh... Crackers and cookies. savory biscuits and and sweet biscuits, which are cookies. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, got a pen <clears throat> for notes. So, how do we want to go about this? Well, last time I think we said who got out first, so we should probably do that. This week, poor Jordan got out. Anime Jordan. Poor Anime Jordan. Doctor Anime Jordan. Captain Chaos as the announcers called him, but I don't know when that started. Yeah, I don't remember that at all, so maybe you're just hallucinating No, they called him that like three times in the last episode, Um, but I don't know if they did that the episode before, because was the one before where there was the um, Cookie Monster? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, the Kaiju. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so they might have had him be Captain Chaos in response to the kaiju that he made out of cookie. Yeah. Savory biscuit, sweet well, biscuit, sweet biscuit. That only lasted, yeah. That only lasted one episode then, so it's not really his nickname. I think his nickname is Dr. Anime, MD. PhD, Esquire, the third. Um, and this week's star baker was... Louis. Louis. I love him. Um, which I... Th- I think this was a very interesting episode because I was surprised by Jordan getting out and I was surprised by Louis being the winner, not because I thought someone was worse or better than either of them, but just because like there were so many metrics by which they could have measured against each other. There were just a lot of people who did really standout work in one category and then just bombed in another. Yeah, I think Kate was a good example of that. Kate did really well in the technical and in the uh, signature challenge, but her showstopper just fell a little short, which is why, probably why she didn't get Star Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think similarly, um, Richard did really good in the showstopper, but did not do good in the technical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he was also middle of the, of the pack in um, the first one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we should say what the each 
category was? Yeah, so, so the... the signature challenge was um, biscuits, right? Like, yeah, like, like our biscuits, like American biscuits, like yeah. bread rolls and stuff. Yeah, it was a rye bread rolls. Oh, right, rye bread rolls. And then two, the, I wrote them as numbers. The technical <laughs> was ciabatta. Not spelled with C-H. No, because it's Italian, and that's I... how Italian is spelled. Now I know. That's how they spell Italian, with the C-H. Yep. Um, Italian. Stop it. Italian. Stop it. And the showstopper was, I, I've written, <laughs> Big Bread. It's like a, like a, like a centerpiece in, in a dinner table bread. Big Bread? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else. It was, it was very large bread that they made. But it was like... It's like, uh, I'm going to look up what they wrote on the Wikipedia page because, yeah. If you, you know if they wrote big bread, then you have to legally give me $50. 50 US dollars. I'll give you something else. What's... How about I'll bake you a big bread? No, I want 50 US dollars. <laughs> or pounds, which is more which is worth more right now? Uh, pounds, probably. It's usually mm. higher than... I'll take 50 dollars. pounds sterling for I'll your take, 50 pound I'll, bread. I'll give you a big bread, okay? Episode 3, bread. Filled centerpiece loaf, not mm. a big bread. Sorry, not big bread. My mistake. <laughs> big loaf. No. Anyway, what uh, else do we need to cover? Um, let's just sort of go over a little bit more with with sort of our, our um, how we thought of each person throughout. Um, yeah. So last episode, I had ranked them in really three, technically four categories. With Norman being on his own. Yeah, Norman's just on his own. So at the top three were Richard, Martha, and Louis. In the middle were uh, Kate, Chetna, and Nancy. Norman was just sort of doing his own thing. And then the bottom were Ian, Jordan, and Diana. Um, I I said it'll start at the top, but I just mentioned Diana, and now I remembered more things about Diana. And so I want to start there instead. Okay. Um, I think... The last two episodes really caught her, not off guard, but sort of lowered her self-esteem. Because I could tell at the beginning of the episode, she seemed sort of less sure of herself. Yeah. Which made me really sad, because she's a nice old lady. She's a very nice old lady. I think that one thing that's really hurting her is the fact that there are so many younger people. And they're sort of expecting um, newer types of baking and she's really more used to traditional baking and so i think that's kind of hurting her a bit and also that's frankly hurting norman a bit too the other old guy yeah so um i think there is some age dynamics going on here yeah yeah that's a really interesting analysis um but i think that like she did pretty good this challenge um like she wasn't like she was pretty middle of the pack Mm -hmm. as was everyone which we'll get to later um but I think that that really, like, raised her self-esteem, and I hope that that lets her, like, do more things later on. Because yeah. I think one of the things that both her and Jordan did this time around was try and, like, go for stuff to wow things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, especially in the showstopper, that for Diana, that really worked out. Because hers was the pinwheel thing, right? Yeah, and it was super cool looking. Yeah. Um, and so it was, it was essentially, like, four or five pinwheel-shaped bread pieces um, around... In like a, a sort of a flower shape, mm-hmm. in a pinwheel shape. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So so they each one was a spiral, and then they all were together as right, the petals. Right, and in the middle was a sauce. Yeah, um, and it looked really cool, and the judges liked it. Um, 
and I think it worked well. Uh, but yeah, then that didn't work for Jordan. Um, no. Did Jordan do good in the middle challenge or the um, beginning one? I think they liked his. I think they liked his uh, bread rolls. He got tenth in technical. Remember, he used oh, yeah. olive oil instead of flour. Oh yeah. I don't know how he ran out of flour. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I thought they give everyone like infinite flour because no one ever runs out of flour. Infinite flour. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that's really interesting. Maybe he dropped it all. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe there was a leak in the tent and it just <laughs> fell in his flour. It was raining because it's England. <laughs> it rains like every episode. Um. um yeah, because it's, it's England. Because it's England. Um. um but yeah, I. Yeah, I don't remember how he felt about the rye. They he had rye and spelt bread rolls. I don't really remember what they said about it. I think they liked his, but the first one is always such a warm up. That's sort of like trying to see who's gonna be sort right. of at what level this challenge, which did not happen. Yeah, everyone was all over the place. Yeah, um, Richard and Martha didn't do good in the middle challenge. Martha did well. Oh. She got the third place, I think. Right. Yeah, she got third place. She didn't do well on the, the signature, remember? Because she yeah. used the egg washes. Oh, yeah. So Mar- Richard and Martha did bad on the signature challenge. They did good on the technical challenge. Kate did great on the technical challenge, but bombed the signature challenge. She didn't bomb it. It was just Okay. Good. But it was... There were like... There were like thriller violins. Okay, but that's the spin. That isn't her actually doing that badly. I know, but like... You got... When... When they do a close-up on um, Paul's eyes just, like, stabbing into her bread. Saying, and it's then, raw. Yeah. Like, that was some, like... The middle is raw. <laughs> We're um, supposed to be talking about Diana. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this episode was all over the place, and we're all over the place, and it works. Well, to be fair, you're always all over the place. I... That's not... <laughs> totally fair. I'm especially all over the place today. That's fair. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I talked about the thing that I wanted to with Diana of how mm-hmm. she seems to have come to a better place sort of overall. Um, coming up with the ranking list this time around is going to be difficult just because of how all over the place everyone was, and it's going to be hard to say how that impacts everyone. Are you going to make a new ranking play, ranking list? Um, I might switch some people around just to sort of... But I don't think it'll be a lot of switching around, just especially because, like, Jordan is out and he was in the lowest and then everyone else is sort of, like, in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, they even talked about how um, when they were judging... They're, they're, they were talking after the fact, sort of behind the camera... or Not behind the camera. Behind the scenes between Paul and Mary about this was during the technical challenge and they were talking actually about Kate um and how they were like oh yeah Kate's was so, like this Kate's was the perfect this is the best um and like behind Kate everyone seems sort of at the same level mm-hmm. um which I think was really interesting especially because um I remember having such a sort of distinct sort of like three sections with a much larger middle but yeah this episode the middle seemed to expand a bit mm. people brought down people came up and people in the middle shifted somewhere in the middle yeah i think that's sort of the nature of the show in the first place is that the less people you have the more they're going to crowd together because that's just the skill level they're at yeah but also like between 10 people 
Yeah. Like, there's only been three people eliminated. That's true. Um, and, I mean, it's also just because you're not necessarily measuring them on the same thing. You're measuring them on baking, but all different types of baking. Bread baking, I think, is particularly challenging, which is why you see a lot of the middling kind of effects, because a lot of people, one, don't want to practice bread making as much because it is hard, and it's, like, less satisfying when you don't get it right. And two, just because it's hard in general, it's you're just going to have less quality stuff, which seems to be what happened in the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they seemed to... With the showstopper ones, they seem to not, like, like any ones. They, well, they found some amenable. They seemed content with some of them. But yeah. they always had, like, large criticisms. Well, um, there's nothing they loved. Yeah. But they, I think, like, they did, like, Martha's. Um, I think they had a problem with the flavors of Louis, but I don't know if that's really, like, Louis' technical problems with just, like, their own personal preferences. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed to be more the personal preferences, which is why he wants our baker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, which, I was a little, we'll bring it to, to me being a little surprised with Louis winning the, uh, star baker this episode. And it wasn't like, oh, he didn't deserve it or anything like that. I was just like, oh, okay. Like I, I genuinely had no clue who it was going to be because, um, it could have been, several people it could have been him it could have been richard it could have been um kate um just because really depending on sort of what emphasis the judges put on what part of it um because like both richard and kate had like really standout work in different areas um Mm. but louis was more sort of like overall at a higher level so like if 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 louis got uh two sevens then kate got a uh i don't know an eight and a one, and it's not a one. Like, fine, yeah. I'm just trying to like make the math I know what work you're to on say. the cuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Louis also did do very well in his signature roll, if you remember that. Yeah, he had the opposites attract roll, which was like the two different types of like it was fennel and something else, the dark and the light yeah. rye bread, which is really cool, and I want to eat those the most. So maybe I'm biased. They looked pretty. They looked really pretty, and they looked really good. <laughs> There's a there's a there's a couple parts that I really enjoyed of the episode. Um I was talking about it just before the the mic went on. That was uh Kate was working the the dough in the first section uh, with the rye bread rolls and mm-hmm. they came around and they're like, "Oh, yeah, you're really going at that dough." It's like, "Oh, it's supposed to be like really tough to knead, but like you it's effortless for you." And she's like, "Oh, yeah, check out these guns." Just like pulls <laughs> up her shirt and just, like shows her muscles and everyone's like, "Whoa." <sighs> um and then they cut immediately to Jordan just like struggling with the dough. Oh, Jordan. <laughs> uh, it's good. I mean, when you watch anime, you don't work out. You just gotta go Super Saiyan on that dough. It's I don't a, know. It's a topical anime reference. I don't even know what anime that's supposed to be. It's Dragon Ball Z, Super oh. Saiyan. I don't know Dragon Ball Z. I only know it from Super Saiyan where the hair goes like, why? I know there's someone named Goku. Oh, yeah. He's the main character, I think. Yeah. We should stop talking about Dragon Ball Z in this Great British Baking Show podcast. He should have just one-punched manned the dough mm-hmm. to knead it. So we're moving on now to anything but this topic. Um. Okay. They called Paul the voice of bread? Yeah, well, he is a bread expert. Bread expert. Stop. I know you're going to do that. <laughs> but I just like... 
Like, he's written many cooking books on bread. You can find his bread recipes. Bread recipes. Stop it. I just like the thought of Paul Hollywood emerging from a recently cut loaf of bread and saying, I speak for the bread. Anyway, um, I think that it was actually really interesting whenever you see Paul doing, like, like, uh, sort of taking the front because Mary Berry is an expert in a lot of, like, desserts and stuff like that, but he's really the bread expert. No, don't say it. Bread bread expert. No, okay. And, um, and I, he just sort of takes on a different affect. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Like, he was very, um, he tends to be more critical, which I think is fair because, like, it's, his thing that he knows very well so that makes sense and he also kind of wants to be more of this teaching role um he isn't just there to critique and to judge but he's also there to help them learn which um i guess is sort of evident in a lot of the episodes but particularly with paul i think he's really interested in that which i think is really fascinating yeah and you this is something you were pointing out when we were watching it with um martha because in the first challenge she and richard both put uh egg egg, wash egg wash i almost said egg whites but that's not right um put egg wash on um their rolls and paul was like "Eh," and they're like why what what and he's like you'll see and i found that a little bit antagonistic um but i think it was but you you found that as teacherly Um, yeah and i yeah i I agree with you but i think it's just sort of interesting seeing that framing device from a reality tv show oh yeah i totally Um, agree because it isn't i mean it's not like they're just taking a cooking class they are competing for a prize at the very end so it is sort of fascinating um and I think it was interesting because I feel like there were more times this episode where um, people were like, you're not going to tell me this, but... And then they say, like, a, a conundrum that they're having while baking it, and then the two judges are like, Aah! and they're like, ah! Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I think there are more of those episodes, more of those moments during this episode, mm-hmm. um, which I think is is sort of showing that, like, they're getting into higher levels of baking. Um, and also sort of showing interesting dynamics between the judges and the competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of the difference in sort of reactions, I think one of the things that I was a little bit astounded by is, like, during the blind judging section, the competitors, like, hold their composure really well. Yeah. Like, like it keeps cutting back and forth to just, like, reactions of, of the competitors while the judges are talking about their bake. And they're they're just like stone faced, they're just like completely neutral, and I'm just like astounded by that because, mm-hmm. man, I couldn't do that. No, I would cry, right I... there, <laughs> like straight up. Yes, but it's also very stressful, and I know that your response to stress in general is, is... to cry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why I would cry. Flight or cry response. Um. What else we can talk about? Oh, Norman. Let's talk about Norman for a bit. Let's talk about how Norman thinks that pesto is exotic. It's fucking adorable. It's adorable and very ignorant. And it's just like... It's the problem that you were talking about. Not problem. It's the sort of situation that you were talking about before with Diane and Norman having sort of different palettes and sensibilities as to what baking is supposed to be like versus the younger competitors. And there's definitely a multicultural thing going on here as well. Because, like I said, like, Norman thinks that pesto is exotic. Pesto, which is just basil and, like, the most mild of spices. 
Yeah. And that's it. And whereas, like, if you look at Chetna, she's bringing in a lot of Indian spices, which you would think is more exotic in terms of, like, a European orientation. That's something going on. So, like, the dynamic of age and culture and race is also very evident and not quite as evident because there's a lot of white people here mm-hmm. because it's England. Yeah. And and also on the topic of it being England and sort of the, the, the older uh, competitors having sort of problems with um blandness i think that's really interesting factoring in like the stereotype of like english food is very bland and mild mm-hmm. um and like seeing that playing out in the competition uh-huh. um sort of especially from that angle of norman um because we should say that norman was uh, they presented norman the judges presented norman ba- uh, in the behind the scenes judging scenes as sort of like on the bottom between uh, him and Jordan as to who was going to go at the end of this round. Yeah, I, I also found it interesting because, like, um, I think Norman did a lot better this round than last time, but just because he was more consistently towards the bottom previously. Well, well, if you remember last time, they originally really liked his crackers, even though they're very simple because they're made very well. But then, by the time they got to the um, showstopper challenge, he made the same biscuits, just sweet. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of when they were like, oh, he's not, he's just doing the same thing over and over again. And so that's sort of the struggle that we're having with Norman is that he's really stuck in the very simple, um, plain British things without any experimentation. Which personally, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, it's pesto experimentation. Um... (laughs) I'm personally not too um, sad about just because I am more of the plain sensibilities in terms of my palate. Well, here's the thing, is that it isn't about what you want to eat, it's about how well you can bake things. And if you can only bake really plain things, then it sort of says something about you as a baker. Mm -hmm. But if you want to eat really plain things and you're just an amateur eater i guess <laughs> like did you're not call, did you just call me an amateur eater <laughs> like you're not a professional judge you're not like a culinary expert you're just eating because you like it i'm i think so yeah you're an amateur you're not getting paid for it i think i could i have the potential <laughs> no. to be a good food judge because <laughs> i have a refined palate that could sense many things about food but you don't like those things would not like it <laughs> So he'd be a really bad one because they give you food that is like very like, you know, typical high end food, and you wouldn't like it. You just keep give me cheese pizza instead. You besmirch my good name. <laughs> Not entirely wrong, but I think I would have interesting things to say, interesting and valuable things to say about some quail eggs. Like how you don't like them. I don't know how. I don't know if I like quail eggs. <laughs> Quags. Stop it. Never. Um, but yeah, I think that's sort of the problem with, with Norman is that he can't really show off his baking skills. He's only sticking to these really plain ingredients mm-hmm. and into sort of his old ways. And that's sort of what goes back to multiculturalism and what is considered like baking. Um, he's sort of stuck in this older version of this is British baking and this is all you need to know. Whereas it, with a more multicultural world in the 21st century... Um, particularly in England, because they've been whiter for longer than we have here. 
there's a new element going in where you have to consider different types of um, different types of flavors and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think ultimately that's in talking about sort of my final ranking. Um, that's kind of what puts Norman down from his own category in the third of four, as down to like the the bottom tier. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of taking Jordan's place there. Um, and I think Diana then sort of leading the pack of the lower ones. Um, so it's uh, the lower tier being Diana, Norman, and Ian. Um, and then the middle being Nancy, Chedna, and Kate, and the top being Richard, Martha, and Louis. Um, Kate sort of eking into the top one. We'll have to see how next next episode goes. Um, and so, yeah, not not like terribly different from my ratings last time. Yeah, no, I I, I think... It's interesting to see Norman's Norman's high points being sort of brought down by just sort of the the progression of time showing his sort of smaller uh, uh, taste range. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to get to the uh, best puns? Oh, I don't even remember any puns. Best puns. I don't remember any puns. Best puns. They're, they're all bad, but I don't remember them. Um... I, uh, this one's only like half a pun, but I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, there's a part where Jordan was just leaning over an open oven with his hand, like, like, like in a, uh, a motion like a politician would do, and he's just like, rise! I enjoyed that a lot. Uh-huh. Um. It's not really a pun. I know. But I'm just saying that I enjoyed that moment. Uh-huh. Um. There's also Mary Berry saying, like, Nancy, you cracked it, about, like, some cracking on uh, bread rolls uh-huh. is top choice. But the best pun... Worst. Best. Worst pun Best is... pun is one that I made. You weren't on the show? One that I made. Because they were putting things in proving ovens a lot. Oh, God. I forgot about this. I did not know existed before. They're not ovens or drawers. Okay. I don't know what... what it... Basically, it's like around 80 degrees Fahrenheit where you can keep a, like bread or dough to rise in a warmer place that's warmer than just your kitchen counter. Anyway, what were you saying? Well, so they're putting things in proving ovens a lot. And, and this was also a plot point at some point because they needed to let dough rise that wasn't in a proving oven. Um, and so... I said that this is when they need to prove themselves. Diego. Uh-huh. When you that's not you're not in the show. It doesn't count as the uh, worst pun. This is pun. my best pun. <laughs> the best pun. It's but it You know what? I'm going to say that the puns of the worst the worst puns best were pun. tied because there weren't that many and they weren't that Fascinating. The best pun or was no my pun. No. But the best pun was my pun. I made the. Stop, stop I made it. the best. Uh, shall we get on to predictions for next one? Um. So okay, can you say who your people are again? I forgot. So the top three, I'm still keeping. Um, Louis, Richard, and Martha. Um, I think those are the three who have been Star Baker so far. Was um, Martha Star Baker? Yeah. First first episode. No. No, Nancy was. Star oh, Baker. Nancy Star Baker. Yeah. Man, I don't even remember who Nancy is. Uh, Nancy's the lady. The, she's like kind of old and she's blonde. And she has the guillotine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I was wondering if she was still in because I hadn't seen any fancy gadgetry this episode. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I almost asked you about that actually, but I'm like, I figured she was in because it hasn't been that many episodes. Oh it's just God. been a long time since last we watched one. Um, so yeah, uh, Richard, Martha, and Louis, I think, are still in my top three, and Kate is like pretty much equal with that. Um, mm-hmm. So if Richard, Martha, and Louis are um, A tier, I would put Kate at like A minus or B plus. Uh huh. Um, in the middle, I have Chetna and Nancy and Kate. Um, they're all, like, this episode especially, there's a lot of, like, middle stuff. And so I think next episode will be a real deciding factor as to sort of where people lay from here on out. Um, and then in the bottom, I got, um, Diana, Norman, and Ian. Mm-hmm. And as to who's going to get out next episode. Ready? Who do you think it's going to be? I have no clue. Um, <laughs> I suspect it'll be Ian just because, like, he... A similar situation to between Jordan and Norman where he just hasn't had a whole lot of, like, exceptional things. And I think that if he slips up then, what that will mean is the rest of that history will sort of be used against him. Ian does have some saving graces. Like, I remember they really liked his Mexican-themed cookie um thing um uh, i think he just like there's nothing to me that indicates him having um i guess momentum this episode the same way that i got with diana um and i think norman has even if uh he wasn't if even if he was in the bottom sort of uh rung this episode i think he didn't seem dissuaded enough um because i remember Throughout the episode, he wanted to keep proving himself and keep pushing himself, mm-hmm. going far out as pesto. <laughs> and so I think that there's a chance we'll continue to see sort of that from him. So I'm, I'm between like Ian and Norman as to who's going to get out, but I like Norman's weirdness, so I want him to stay. <laughs> you just gave me the, the just a, a face of pity. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not gonna reveal anything. Oh. Um, what do you, who, what do you think the next top, the next category will be for baking? Not boiled bread. No, not that one. Um, okay, what have we had so far? Uh, cake. Uh-huh. Biscuits. Uh-huh. And bread. What else um, do you bake? <sighs> can I get a multiple choice option? Oh my god. <laughs> No, you can't. Man. Do you mean to help you think of some things that Google, may or may not be? Can I Google types of baking? <laughs> I'm going to Google it for you because I have it right out here. Thanks. Types of baking. That's the uh, exciting audio content that you crave. goods. <sighs> pies? It'll be pies. You think it's going to be pies? It's going to be pies. I can't believe it took you two months to think of pies. Listen. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Pastry Pals. The music you're hearing is Sakura by Julie Maxwell. You can find this and more of her work at juliemaxwell.com or by following the links in the description. This episode was edited by Lucy, and you can keep up with Pastry Pals on Twitter at Pastry Podcast. <laughs>